this NFL Week 6 Monday Night Football Betting Preview edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers where you can win 100x. That's right, turn $5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, you're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $500. Roster brought to you by Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using promo code SGP. Roster brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting research platform for player props, for player props, parlays, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off for your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're giving away $3,000 now. Our NFL Second Chance Survivor Contest presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. Free to enter, just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. I'm just about that action, boss. You have to be kidding me. That is impossible. I'm raising the ante. Anybody wants it again? Welcome, everyone, to the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Saturday, October the 14th, currently 106 on the East Coast, here to dig into the NFL Week 6 Monday night football matchup between the Dallas Cowboys and the Los Angeles Chargers. Joining me here to help me break it all down, you guys know him as the voice of the MLB Gambling Podcast, the NBA Gambling Podcast, and of course here on the NFL Gambling Podcast, it's Lante Smith. Lante, how's it going, my man? Hey, man, pretty good. Uh, we had a good last episode. Didn't get in on the total, but uh, Vegas won outright, uh, if I'm not mistaken. As uh, yeah. Well, I guess they were a dog whenever we whenever we recorded, and then they kind of went off on the Jimmy G News Um Got there. Yeah. Was that the Monday night? Or am I thinking about that? Was, that oh, was yeah. last week, right? Yeah. Okay, I was yeah, on the yeah. Packers last week. You had the Raiders. So, oh, of, damn. I'm yeah. One of us was going to win. But, uh, yeah, you got you got to the window uh, with uh, with uh, with the uh, Raiders there. But, um, yeah, I think we've been doing pretty well on these Monday night football uh, episodes, at least. Um, I know like, like last week it wasn't the most glamorous matchup between the yeah. Raiders and the Packers, but Raiders get the job done on their home field. Um, I think I did give out – I know it was all over Devontae Adams' props, but I think yeah. there's more of an injury concern there than what's uh, actually going on with uh, Devontae Adams and the Raiders. Um, also gave out Jimmy G to throw interception. That makes it four straight games where he's throwing an interception. But, yeah, uh, the big winner was uh, Lante last week where I get into the window with the Raiders. But another matchup this week between the Dallas Cowboys and the Los Angeles Chargers. Obviously, back-to-back uh, primetime games here for the Dallas Cowboys, and they're coming off of the, the, the thrashing uh, at the hands of the San Francisco 49ers in San Francisco in the Bay Area. They took care of business in that game, 42-10, to 10, I believe, was the final score. I'm not sure if they stayed on the West Coast because they are going up to L.A., uh, to Inglewood, to take on the Chargers at SoFi Stadium. they do. They, um, they do their training camps in, um, in Los Angeles, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so they should have. Yeah, I mean, it just makes sense for them to stay there. But right. um, Chargers, I believe, coming off of a bye week where they are sitting at 
three in or the two and two and two, I believe, are yeah, the uh, yeah, Chargers. Uh and obviously <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys uh haven't faced the greatest of competition thus far this season. Uh, but when you take a look, um, let me see here uh to the standings here on on the Cowboys right now. So three and two, and they've taken care of business against some of the weaker opponents, the Giants in week one. The Jets in week two fell short against the uh, Cardinals. And we know the story about the uh, New England Patriots. But I think we're really going to find out about this Dallas Cowboys team uh, here, Lante, in the next three weeks because they play the two L.A. teams. And then they have a a matchup against the Philadelphia Eagles in Philly. Um, And then the, the schedule softens up a little bit for them against the Giants, the Panthers, and the Commanders. But... Are you buying in on this Cowboys team, or do you think that again, it's just uh, that they've been taking care of business against some of the weaker opponents of the NFL this season? And it's probably a mix of both. Uh, to be honest, I wanted to be on the Cowboys, but they're going into you know an unfavorable spot because the Chargers are coming off a bye. They get they're getting a lot more healthier. They get um, Eckler back. Um, and, you know Herbert's be, uh, banged up with the the thumb, I think, or his middle finger. I'm sorry on his non throwing hand. But I mean, to be honest, I'm probably going to sit this game out because it's just so much uncertainty. Both of these coaches are pretty much like boneheads. They don't, they don't know how to manage a game. <laughs> um, I do think <laughs> obviously, well, honestly, I think the best coach on the sidelines will be Kevin Moore Yeah, out of, out of all the coaches. I think. Well, I mean, Dan Quinn is, is fine too, but yeah, I think Kevin Moore is just going to be the better coach and I would probably lean to, to the chargers, but it's not really something that I'll be, you know, investing in at all because like, you always want to take well. I mean, just handicapping one on one is you want to take the team at their lowest. And Dallas obviously humiliated on national TV, back to back road games, which where I think they stayed in the, the Los Angeles area. So that lessens the travel. Um, you know, it's like cut in half basically. So, but just from a matchup perspective, I mean, I know we'll get into it, but I don't like the matchup for Dallas at all. I, I really, I really don't. Um, on either side of the ball, uh, Mike. Uh, Mike McCarthy has been saying that he's locked himself in the facility. <laughs> he hasn't been working. He's been working like 20 hour days, but we well, you weren't heard- doing that when you lost to the 49ers in the playoffs <laughs> in back to back years. Or, or you weren't doing that when you lost to the Cardinals yeah. as what, like a 12 and a half, 13 point favorite. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just hard to, to back both coaches or, or put any hard earned dollars on both coaches. But if I had to pick a play, I mean, we'll get into the X's and O's and, and matchup perspective. I think matchup favors the the Chargers. But, I mean, spot does say Dallas. I mean, they're obviously the better team to favorite on the road here. So we'll see, man. I, 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 can't, get, I can't get behind either team with, with confidence. I think the Chargers are incredible teaser leg. I know high totals and teasers are kind of negative EV. But I just think the swing in this game, the swings that are, are going to be in this game are going to be, you know, major. You'll probably be able to get – you know, a field goal or more with each team live. But just from a pre-flop standpoint, I think I'll lean to the Chargers. But Yeah, I think for, I mean, this Chargers team, like the Chargers have, I guess, just been the Chargers, if that makes sense. I mean, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, they, they lost to the Miami in week one on their home field, or I guess lack thereof a home field advantage, 36-34. They lost in week two in OT against the Titans. Um, but they put together back-to-back uh, wins uh, against opponents that they should have beat. They beat the Minnesota Vikings. They beat the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, and that one came down to the wire as well, especially in a game where Jimmy Garoppolo didn't play 
uh, for the for the Raiders in that game. So um, now they're coming off of the bye week. Hopefully they figure some things out because it's a big game uh, for the Chargers. They do have uh, Dallas, obviously, here on Monday Night Football. And the next week they go to Kansas City uh, in a division game. So I think two important games. Here. And, the so- and then the schedule softens up for them a little bit. So if they're able to get one of these next two games, I think they'll be in okay uh, form because they do go to the – they have the Bears. They welcome to town and they'll go to the Jets um, and then Detroit, Green Bay – um to follow it up for the next six weeks or the next uh yeah six weeks for the chargers so um again i think it's an opportunity for the uh, chargers to kind of reset their batteries i mean there were you would want to be three and one but at two and two i mean you're not completely out of the playoff race at all especially this early in the season but um definitely a, a huge game on monday night football here for the uh not only for the Chargers but also the dallas cowboys uh so where they are sitting right now in that uh, nfc east division where the Eagles are five and zero, so if you're you know want to compete for at least for the division, if not a playoff spot, this is a big game for both teams uh, in mm-hmm. their respective conferences. Lante, uh, before we actually get into the game here, let me tell everyone about Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick them Scorchers and enjoy a spicy hundred x payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus. Of up to five hundred dollars, hundred thousand Sundays are continuing on Underdog Fantasy. Ten lucky players will win ten thousand each. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, UnderdogFantasy.com. And when you sign up with promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to five hundred dollars. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy using promo code SGPN. And we're also brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped. They've taken the next step up from Balloween to bring your face the cleanest shave it's ever seen. So this season, no need to toil in trouble. Manscaped is all new. Handyman is the best way to get rid of that stubble. Featuring a compact design, next-gen skin-safe technology, the Handyman was designed to give you the smooth finish without messing, without the mess of traditional shape. Get the sweetest treat this Halloween by going to manscaped.com and using promo code SGP for 20% off of your order plus free shipping it may be spooky season but you don't have to scare people away with a scraggly beard give them something to look forward to with a manscapes handyman and if you're tired of using a bad razor making your neckline look like a scary movie well handyman skin safe technology help reduce nicks and cuts you can finally feel confident when going for that close shave and for my guys with a scruffy beard they also have the beard hedger um, they have a cordless trimmer with a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting links all with one guard. So you don't have to go through your drawer looking for those clips. No, you could get 20 hair cutting links just with one guard. No more drawers full of add-ons or extra ones collecting cobwebs. Nope. That's right. Your Halloween costume may take effort, but beard grooming doesn't need to when you can get 20 different beard links in just one guard. So how do you take advantage of this? Make sure to go to uh, manscaped.com. Make sure to use promo code SGP. And when you use that promo code, not only are you going to get 20% off, you're also going to get free shipping. For a look as sweet as candy, get yourself Handyman from Manscaped. Again, promo code SGP, 20% off and free shipping. All right, Lante. um, Let's get into the injury report for both of these teams, and then we'll get into the game here, uh, side total and player props. Uh, and then we'll give out our touchdown scores as we usually do here as well. So I'll start here with uh, I'll start with the home team here uh, as far as injuries go. 
Austin Eckler seems like he is going to be a full participant uh, at practice this week, and he is good to go for this game. Uh, Joey Bosa was uh, is officially questionable for this game. He was a limited uh, participant at Friday's practice. I'm sorry, he remained sidelined, I should say. Uh, did Joey Bosa. He's dealing with a toe injury. Uh, other than that, pretty clean injury report for the Chargers. I know they lost Mike Williams early. They put him on the injured uh, reserve a couple of weeks ago. But Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler are the big guns are, are going to be ready to go in this game. We'll just have to keep an eye on Joey Bosa for the Chargers. For the Dallas um, Cowboys here, um, they put uh, uh, their linebacker, Vanderesh on the IR. He's going to be out with a neck injury, so he'll be out at a minimum of four weeks. Outside of that, Damian Clark, linebacker, was a limited participant at practice on Thursday. Uh, Nashawn Wright, cornerback, was also put on the IR. Oh, I'm sorry, he's returning from the IR uh, with an ankle injury, so they get some help back in the secondary, some depth there. Obviously, we already know about Trevon Diggs, who suffered the brutal uh, torn ACL. He's going to be out for the season. Other than that, everybody is a GOAT in this game here for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, as it stands right now, Lante, the line is currently two points in favor of the Dallas Cowboys in this game. Total is sitting at, uh, I believe I started at 52. Uh, let me go down. Yeah, now it's down to 51. So updated line mm-hmm. right now, Cowboys minus one and a half total 51 money line minus 125 for the Cowboys and plus 105 for the LA Chargers. I'll start with this. Since the 2021 season, after a loss, the Dallas Cowboys are 10 and 1 straight up and 10 and 1 against the spread after a loss since the 2021 season. So, again, 10 and 1 straight up, 10 and 1 against the spread. They are 8 and 3 to the under as well in those games. And if we trim that down, taking a previous loss, and they're going on the road like they are in this game. They're a perfect 5-0 and straight up, 5-0 and against the spread, and 4-1 and to the under, outscoring their opponents 34-15 to in that span. They're in this role again against the Chargers here, Lante. Can you make a case here for the Cowboys or even for the Chargers? Man, I can make a case for both sides, uh, but what I, what I do, I'll, I'll just I'll make a case for, for each side. So Dallas, definitely a step up in class. I mean, um, the three quarterbacks that they've beat: Daniel Jones, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones. So, this is a that's not a murderer's row, as, as you can hear. But th- this is a step in the class for them offensively. Herbert and and the Chargers they faced Miami, which is is solid. Uh, they went on they went on the road. What was that a road game? It might as well. All their games are road games because th- for the Chargers, yeah, yeah, all their games are road games. But um, they've played a competent offense, and Dallas offensively hasn't been hasn't been good at all um explosiveness is is lacking there they only scored two touchdowns of over 20 yards um the wide receivers have a 22 percent big play rate which is meaning they're not getting any type of separation the nfl average on big play rate is 28 percent um we saw cd being frustrated uh, on the sideline only targeted five times in that game um i just don't think that the offense is is good enough right now for them to make a to, to make a dent but again they're going against a Chargers secondary who has been getting, you know, beat up pretty good. Um, they've allowed the most pass yards in the NFL right at 300, I think like 299.8 or, or something like that. They've allowed 19 completions of 20 plus yards, fifth most in the league. Um, Dak, while he's, you know, he's had a sub 80 
uh, passer rating this year three times. Um, he's completing a career high in percentage, but only 6.6 yards per attempt. So, again, it's kind of dinking and dunking here, not really stretching the field. Um, Pollard's not been able to get it going on the ground. Uh, and some of that has been game script, but I do think it's advantages for both teams. I mean, Dallas, they can exploit the secondary because of what's been done to them. We saw what Miami was able to do to them. Even in the Raiders game, I mean, without Jimmy G, O'Connell was shaky, but he kind of had some success in throwing the ball. Um, the Dallas defense without Leighton Vanderish, you know, him being out in the middle, I don't know if they're going to move around Michael Parsons a little bit more because if you remember, he played linebacker, you mm. know, at Penn State. So I'm not going to, I'm not sure if they're going to move him back to linebacker or is he going to strictly be on the defensive end? I mean, they kind of move him around anyway, but being with Leighton Vanderish out, I wonder how they're going to use him. Um, Dallas had eight first downs versus San Francisco, their fewest in 21 years. Uh, we mentioned Herbert at the top. He's having a career year um, with, with Kellen Moore. They scored 24-plus points in all four games. The The knock on the Chargers offensively since Herbert's been the starter is their lack of explosiveness. Well, Kellen Moore came in. Uh, he, he took the reins right away. They're, he ranks Herbert ranks third in passer rating, fourth in completion percentage, sixth in air yards. So he's stretching the, he's stretching the field. I mean, he lost Mike Williams, but I think those wide receivers, Palmer, Quentin Johnson – um, even uh, the tight end, uh, Parham, ha- have been pretty good. The top five in success rate, sixth in passing offense. I I think the I think it sets up for a shootout because both defenses are kind of lacking in the secondary, uh, and I think that shootout kind of favors the the Charters. Um, they've been one dimensional since the Eckler injury. Um, they ranked 28th in rushing yards per game, 29th in yards per carry. Uh, and Eckler in that first game at 160 plus yards uh, against Miami, they ran 52.6% of the time in that game. But since they've been out, that's dropped to 39%, which is pretty much kind of made them one dimensional. So defenses have been able to prep for basically just, you know, dropping eight against Herbert and just hoping for the best. And even in that scenario, I mean, he's been, you know, lights out, just read off his numbers. So I think I think the Chargers. If I had to make a, a play, the Chargers would be would be my play at plus money. Uh, Herbert's won his last three Monday Night Football starts. Um, I don't really think I don't really believe in Mike McCarthy. Although I don't believe in the coaching staff of the Chargers either, outside of um, outside of Moore. So I'll lean to the Chargers here. Uh, I just think the advantages lay more on them. They got the better quarterback. Um, Khalil Mack is coming off a. Of Big game. They're gonna be mm-hmm. well rested. Dallas does get. This is the second game that they'll be playing with their starting uh, offensive line from the preseason. So they got those guys a little bit of rips. Now, obviously, they got wrecked against San Francisco, but again, yeah. the the Chargers defense is not nowhere near the same stratosphere as um, as the San Francisco 49ers defense. So they could be a little bit healthy there. But uh, yeah, I'll lean to the Chargers here. Uh, I, I won't be playing it. I'll probably have them in a, in a teaser. Uh, maybe playing small for you know on, on the money line to win the game outright, but I, I'll lean to the Chargers. Yeah, I think this is a good teaser leg, uh, obviously for the Chargers getting it at one and a half, possibly two right now. If you want to take it up, you know six and a half points or a six point teaser, you could get that up to seven and a half or, or eight, and then mm-hmm. you know leave it as an open teaser or, or maybe tease it with something for NFL Week Seven. But it, it's it's really difficult, obviously, to pick between these two teams because again. The coaching matchup, like you mentioned, like if you feel like that both of these coaches are going to make a mistake here, especially we've seen what Brent Brent Staley has done, but I feel like this is a good spot for possibly the 
the Cowboys to bounce back, and, and it's crazy for me to pick them here at, at minus one and a half, but I feel like coming off of, a, of that embarrassing loss against the San Francisco 49ers, that, that, like, that has not that's sh- that's probably not going to sit well and shouldn't sit well with not only the coaching staff like we mentioned mike mccarthy's been working in 20 hours i mean i don't know what you can do in the 20 hours every single day prepping for a game but um i think for the chargers i like you mentioned that secondary is going to be questionable i think this might be the game where we see CD Lamb break out because you mentioned that there's a lot of questions about that secondary that they give up a lot of big plays. Um, I think this, and again, we, you and I have talked about this. That anytime we see a, a wide receiver complain or be frustrated with their role, that game, the next game is usually where they come out and feast. And we saw that with Jamar Chase when they lost, uh, I believe it was in what week three or week four. And that last week, he just came out and put up monstrous numbers for the Cincinnati Bengals. So I think we'll see CD Lamb definitely be more involved in this offense here. Uh, against the Chargers, I'm gonna take. I'll to go with the Cowboys here, minus one and a half um, on the spread. Uh, well, if you want to play the money line at minus one twenty-five, obviously don't hate that. Just take the points out of it. But more times than not, games don't land to uh, or, uh, in the NFL. But uh, I'll go with the Cowboys money line. I do like them, and I do like that trend as well. After a loss, ten and one against the spread, ten to one straight uh, straight up uh, since the 2021 season. So yeah, I'll take that to the bank as well. Uh, Lante, before we get over to the total and some player props in this game, let me tell everyone about the SGPN Second Chance Survivor Contest. If you've already been knocked out of your NFL Survivor Contest, well, don't worry. We at SGPN got you covered with the SGPN Second Chance Survivor Contest presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. 3,000 up for grabs. Winner takes all. Starts NFL Week 7, so there's plenty of time for you to sign up by the time NFL Week 7 kicks off. All you got to do is go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Roster brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting the sports betting analytics platform for player props, parlays, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with a circle stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay sort our players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value stop betting in the dark and join over thirty thousand users researching with hall of fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays download the hall of fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code sgpn to get 50 percent off your first month today again start researching start winning with hall of fame bets all right, Lante, let's get over to the total here. Um, I know you mentioned that you do end up thinking this is a shootout, but do you think at um, at 51 this gets over the number because 51 turns out to be a key number in the yeah, NFL? Yeah, 27-24 is probably one of the most um, landed on games. Uh, I do think it gets over this number. Um, I think both teams have a distinct advantage here with the secondary of Dallas being banged up, obviously with not, without their leader, and then the secondary of – um, the secondary of uh, the Chargers also banged up. They traded away J.C. Jackson, so they're playing a little bit yeah. younger here. Uh, Michael Davis is, is a corner is a corner that allows a lot of big plays. Um, I do think Asante Samuel Jr. is solid, but again, we got to. I think Dallas. The the main thing is they got to be more explosive. They can't just come in and dink and dunk and expect to get things going. And they haven't even got the game, the, the run game going yet either. So I think both teams can be able to have success 
in, in both in both uh, facets of the game. So it comes down to, do you think that Dallas can have consistent success? Because I do believe that the Chargers offense is the best unit on the field. I think the Chargers offense with Herbert is the best unit on the field. I think they'll be able to score. Like I mentioned, they scored 24 in all four games. Yeah. We know Kellen Moore is going to have it designed up. He's familiar with that defense going against Dan Quinn's defense in practice for, what, four years that he was there. Um, We've seen Dallas when they stepped up in class with quarterback Purdy. Um, Purdy threw it all over. Purdy looked like Mahomes uh, against them. Not even yeah. uh, not even joking about that. So they look good against the, the lesser competition, Daniel Jones, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones. Offense is way, way below what they're going to see with this Charger offense. When they faced a competent offense, they kind of got exposed a little bit. Um, so I think both teams have a path to success here. Uh, both teams can lean on their backs uh, out of the backfield a lot as well. So I think it gets over this number. That's probably going to be my best bit of, uh, of the show. I think um, over this number is is good here. I think we see a, a shootout 34-30 type of game here. Yeah, I think that number one, like you mentioned, Kellen Moore obviously familiar with the defense of the um, the Dallas Cowboys and him being the offensive coordinator for there for so long. But I think it was questionable that he got pushed out the door uh, and having this offense being one of the best ones in the league as far as points per game and, and yards per game as well mm-hmm. offensively. So um, I, I think I'm leaning towards the over as well. It just makes me nervous because it is a primetime game. We typically do to see the primetime games turning towards the under. Um, but I think that, again, I think that both offenses should have some success in this game uh, as far as scoring points here. So I'll go with the over here of 51 in this game here as well. Let me uh, ask let's you get, this before we yeah, move on. You think, so uh, if it goes bad this year for the Cowboys, you think that Jerry Jones goes back and hires Kellen Moore as a head coach? I mean, you got pushed out the door. Would you really want to go back? I mean, listen, uh, although they are the probably the most underachieving franchise in, in history since the 90s, I mean, it's still the Dallas Cowboys. He's still the head coach. It's one of the probably top 10 jobs in all of sports. Yeah. He's a young coach, innovative mind. I think it makes the, the same argument for the Chargers as well. Like, I think oh, that. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I, I think that if Brent Staley, yeah, doesn't. I mean, let's just say they get to the playoffs and get eliminated in the wild card round again. I think Brent Staley's probably done. And then you have Kellen Moore, who I think, number one, has the better quarterback with mm-hmm. Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. You have a better um, running back in Austin Eckler. Your wide receiving depth is a lot better as well. Mm-hmm. Um, when healthy, I think these both these defense are comparable, but I think the situation would probably be better for him, for Kellen Moore in in Los Angeles. And you're on the West Coast as well, right? You're in L.A. Yeah, um, yeah but, you, I mean, you got to face Mahomes for like the next 12, 13 that's true years. That's yeah. And then you're in the AFC with Gauntlet. You got Baltimore. You got the whole AFC North. Yeah. You got the – you got, man, yeah, it's, it's a gauntlet. But, but you make the same argument like – Yeah, yeah. You make yeah, if you're in the NFC East as well, like yeah. you got to go up against Jalen Hurts and, mm-hmm. and, and the Philadelphia Eagles offense as well. So, yeah, I mean, good. yeah, I mean, you have your pros and cons, at, 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 I think, at not only for these jobs, but also I think at, at any job as well. So, yeah, yeah. I agree with yeah. you. Um, let's see here. Let's get over to some player props in this game. Lanta, you have anything that you like, man? I love, like you mentioned, CD lamb over yeah. 69 and a half over, uh, his receptions. Um, I, I got a stat here. Let me pull it up really, really quick. Um, I mentioned with Michael Davis being uh, the corner, they're going to probably line CD up all over the field. Um, Mike McCarthy said he had a meeting with CD. It went well. Obviously, he's not going to tell us if it didn't go well, but um, from his frustrations on the sideline, you can tell that he, he wasn't happy. I only targeted five times. 
Michael Davis allow 36.4 um, big play percentage. That's fourth worst among um, 52 corners who are at least targeted 20 times. I think CD is going to have a monster game. If you can find him to lead the the week in receiving, I think that's a good bet. I mean, last year he ranked third um, in 20 plus yard receptions under Kellen Moore. hasn't been that hasn't been the case here. Um, when he's targeted, well, when he has five plus catches since 2021, Dallas is 19 and five. So the offensive line getting healthy, not much of a pass rush with um, with Chargers outside of Bosa. I mean, Khalil Mack, he had that big game, but I don't think he's a Khalil Mack of you know of old by, by any means. Mm-hmm. A Dallas offensive yeah. line with a second week of continuity, I think we can we can see them uh, able to protect and get the ball to CD a lot. Um, so I like him over 69 and a half over his receptions. If you want to parlay that, I think it's correlated because I think they're going to target him early and often. He could hit four or five targets in the first drive. Uh, I, I really do. I really do believe that. Um, and with the big play ability that the Chargers have allowed, I mean, they've allowed 19 completions of 20 plus yards. So it's going to be there with with that secondary. It's all up to Mike McCarthy to be able to scheme. And if you're working 20 hour days, you better have something schemed up. I don't want to come out and see the same offense. I mean, you work at 20 hour days and nothing changes. I mean, Jerry might want to go ahead and pull the plug if he don't, if he doesn't see a difference. And I think that difference is CD lamb just targeting him early and often. So I like him over his receptions and yards um, on the charger side. You want to go back to, to Eckler over total yards, uh, rushing and receiving. Uh, I mentioned that they haven't had a lot of success rushing the ball. The offense has been one dimensional with him back in the lineup. I think they will be more balanced. Um, I do think that they can negate that pass rush with some screens, um, some short passes. I know they like to put Eckler in a slot uh, a lot. Uh, I'm kind of worried about his workload. Not sure. It hasn't been out uh, or reported that he's going to be on any kind of snap count or uh, or anything like that. But I do think that he has a big game here. So his over rushing and receiving is going to be a play that I make um, along with CeeDee Lamb. Those are my two favorite plays, probably of the week, to be honest. Yeah, I like CD Lamb in this game here as well. Whether you want to take this receptions or his uh, receiving yards over, um, I think this is an opportunity for him to uh, obviously have a big, um, big week. And again, you know, we've talked a lot about you see um, wide receivers complaining mm-hmm. about their usage. Usually, that next week they they typically uh, tend to go off here. So I'm gonna start charting. C- yeah, I think we got to man because we, we, uh, we had AJ Brown, uh, yeah. Jamar Chase, and now we got CD Lamb. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll, we'll keep track of that for sure. But I think we might just have to ladder it up to 100, man, because I think yeah, each absolutely. of those guys yeah. after those that week um, of, you know, expressing their frustration, to put it nicely, came out and had 100 plus receiving yards weeks. And now you look at A.J. Brown, three straight weeks of having 120 plus receiving yards. So hopefully, you know, they're, they're able to get C.D. Lamb going. But, um, yeah, I love C.D. Lamb as well. Um, I think Keenan Allen receptions, I think, is almost an auto bet at times for me. Um, he's just just so good at it. He's just a target machine, and he's a receptions machine as well. Yeah. Um, I got some numbers on him if you want. Yeah, go ahead. Rather it off. Yeah, like so uh, he's second in creating separation, averaging almost 110 yards per game. Um, we all know the Dallas secondary without Trayvon Diggs is kind of lacking. So he'll be in the slot more. I think they'll line up Quentin Johnston and Josh Palmer, the two big physical receivers more on the outside. In the slot, Dallas has not been able to contain slot receivers at all. Uh, we saw what Ayuk did, um, even tight ends as far as with Kittle. So if you want to look at some Donald Parham uh, props as well. But I think Keenan Allen, man, just been a monster. Um, like you said, tar- target monster, receptions monster. He's blocking, uh, if you've seen like 
some of his highlights of him blocking is just uh, amazing. So, yeah, man, Keenan Allen should have a, a monster night here. Yeah, I agree. I, I've been taking his receptions. It's a little, it's it's just at minus one forty, um, but I think that they'll able to uh, be able to have success. Is it five? Uh, the, I see a six and a half. Oh shit! Yeah, six and a half minus one forty. But he, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's an outlier against the Minnesota Vikings where he had eighteen receptions on twenty targets. But um, I mean, we know the targets are always going to be there for, yeah, yeah, for Keenan Allen. He had eight receptions on ten targets against the Tennessee Titans. Um, and again, like you mentioned, without Trevon Diggs, that secondary um, has been compromised. And I think that that Kellen Moore will be able to scheme up something and take advantage mm-hmm. of that, whether that's with Keenan Allen or whether that's Austin Eckler coming out of the backfield. So uh, it's it's chalky, it's square with those two guys. But I think that, again, this might be a big week for uh, those respective guys as far as um, you know putting up the yardage and, and catching passes here. Yes, Any other player props you like? Um, I could probably make the same argument that I made for Eckler with Pollard. Um, probably a good breakout game for him. So maybe if you want to uh play his rushing and receiving yards over as well, Dallas is. I mean, um, the Chargers have been susceptible to running back passes probably since since their existence. Um, uh, if, if you notice, uh, they they've struggled with like Pacheco last year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, even in the division like Javante Williams, they they struggled with it. He's a uh, multi-dimensional back as well. So I think with these multi-dimensional backs, they struggle, which is kind of odd because you have a multi-dimensional back that you kind of practice against every day. So you know how that, you know, how that works. But yeah, I would probably look for um look for his rushing and receiving yards over. Obviously I'm gonna like a lot of overs because I like the over in the game. I think it's gonna be a shootout. And with the yeah. shootout comes a lot of yards, a lot of opportunities for offenses to have big plays. Um but yeah probably what I'm gonna be heavier on is going to be that C D prop um, that we both liked. And definitely on the Eckler prop. If I I'm not going to pull the trigger, I need to read and and do some more digging as far as like snap count wise. What is what is he going to be on? Is he going to be fully healthy to go? You know his regular snap minutes or whatever the case may be. But yeah, I'll definitely one of my favorites is going to be the CD um, re- uh, receiving and uh, receptions. I'm looking for Justin Herbert pass attempts, uh, but that number hasn't been posted yet. Uh, probably because it's the Monday Night Football game. So probably wait till maybe later on Saturday or maybe early Sunday, they get that posted. But um, I think that this might just be a game where he, he just, you know, uh, Kellen Moore just unleashes uh, Justin Herbert. I know he's only had two games of 40 plus uh, this season. Um, And I'm trying to see what quarterbacks have done against uh, the Cowboys. I mean, I mean, they only play, they only play one competent one. Daniel Jones, Zach, Zach Wilson and Mac Jones are the other three. Yeah. So I don't think we can really go off of that, but <laughs> yeah. if Brock Purdy, and again, no disrespect to Brock Purdy because he's just been an absolute animal uh, since he's become a starting quarterback in this league, but the success that he had against this Cowboys defense, this past defense, 18 of 25, 253 yards, four touchdowns. I, I think I may ladder the touchdown prop up for Justin Herbert. It's at, it's at one and a half at minus 160, but I'm going to try to find a two and a half uh, a passing touchdowns for um, uh, Justin Herbert in this game because I feel like that he can also expose uh, this uh, secondary of the Dallas Cowboys. So, a couple of player props there that uh, we are definitely leaning towards. All right, Lante, let's wrap up this episode with our best bets uh, for the Monday night football game. Man, what do you got? Man, I'm going to go right back to CD over 60, over 69 and a half is my best bet. Um, that's going to be. 
probably one of the bigger bets when we make um, this week. I just think all lines, I mean, all all stars are going to be aligned for him to to have a big game here. If you can find him, like you said, ladder it up to 100 plus. I think he has a big game, two plus touchdowns. If you can do same game parlay, I would parlay a lot of Dak and CD together in it to, to make it work. But I do think CD has a huge game here. Um, so I'll go. Don't want to lock and dog like double CD. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go see a over. ladder for CD. Uh, no, but I can probably find, um, let me see. DraftKings has the sliders, I think. Uh, let me make sure. Because they don't, I don't even see his yardage prop listed. Uh, on DraftKings? Yeah, for CD. Um, I see it on, what is this, points bit? But they don't have a ladder opportunity for it, though. Um, let me where see is, here. Yeah, because they only have Charger players listed on on DraftKings for whatever reason. But, I mean, I I, I think that you and I both are going to just ladder up yeah. CD yeah. up to 100 yeah. for sure in this game. Just because, again, like we mentioned that, number one, we talked about, I guess we'll call it a, a system or a trend with wide receivers complaining about their usage. And then the following game, they, they get, uh, they just absolutely go off with targets, receptions and mm-hmm. uh, receiving yards. So that, yeah, I don't yeah, see anything. With CD. On that. I don't see okay. anything with CD on, um, on DraftKings, but uh, you, you can find his, um, you can find his props out. His props out there for him. It's just not on DraftKings, but 69 and a half is probably the, the prevailing number at the few books that, that have it. So I'm going to go with him as the, I just I just ladder him up to a hundred as as my dog, and then locking up his, um, I'll lock up the I'll lock up the total just so it's not confusing. I lock okay. up the total over over fifty one, and then um for the dog I'll ladder CD hundred plus yards, whatever number you can find at him. Yeah, I love it. Um, God, for my best better lock, I guess I'll, I mean. I think the Cowboys do find a way to get it done here. I mean, I know we talked a lot about the Chargers finding success in this game, but I feel like this might be a game where Dak also has success throwing the football as well. Um, Maybe, you know, that that front seven or the front, you know, defensive line is able to generate some type of pressure on Justin Herbert and and enable him to make a mistake. But I think, like you mentioned, this might be like a 33-30-34-31 type of final for the Dallas Cowboys. I think that Coming off of the 49ers embarrassment, that team, motivation should not be a question for this team. And I know that we talked a lot about Kellen Moore putting together an offensive game plan for the uh, for Justin Herbert and the Chargers mm-hmm. offense. But I feel like that the Dallas Cowboys, and I read off the trends, 10-1 and one straight up, 10-1 and one against the spread after a loss since the 2021 season. If you want to dissect that down, uh, going on the road since that span, Five and zero straight up, five and zero against the spread. So I'll go with the Dallas Cowboys money line minus one twenty five. And again, I'm going to be with you on CD uh, to ladder that up to 100, 125, whatever you can get it because I think that will definitely be a nice price uh, for CD Lamb this week on Monday Night Football. Lante, that is going to do it, my friend, uh, for this week six Monday Night Football game between the Chargers and the Cowboys. Anything else you want to mention before we get out of here? Nah, that's it, man. Looking forward to a, a, actually a good game on Monday Night Football. Yeah, uh, definitely better than what we've been seeing, at least on the Thursday night and the and the Monday night over the past couple of weeks. So yep. hopefully this one is going to be a good one. I think the line is indicative of that. Should be coming down to the wire here between these two teams. So hopefully we do uh, have a winner uh, for you guys in this game. Uh, we'll be back next week as usual for the Monday night football game. And as we usually do, we're going to take a quick peek on who it is next Monday night. 
Uh, playing, uh, let's see here. I know we're not getting back-to-back good ones. Yeah, that that's true. <laughs> we never do, especially on Monday Night Football. Right. Uh, next week we oh, have Oh, like 49ers, but no no Justin Jefferson. So Yeah, no Justin Jefferson. But not not too bad of a matchup. We get the the Niners and the Vikings. Uh, so we'll definitely dig into that for week seven for Monday Night Football. Make sure to follow Lante on to, on Twitter at XXLanteXX. You can follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. More importantly, make sure to subscribe to the NFL Gambling Podcast YouTube uh, channel here. And also smash that like button if you did watch live. And also leave us a rating and review if you haven't already for the NFL Gambling Podcast. All right, we'll be back next week. Till then, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.